0: It's car con carne. Let's eat. And it's Carl Cohn Carney, uh, sponsored tonight by CH Financial Services. Business owners are finding their way in and around the coronavirus and how to move forward. And CH Financial Services is here to help. They offer a variety of products, ranging from traditional merchant accounts to a zero cost payment processing solution, which eliminates the expense associated with accepting Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express as a form of customer payment. CH Financial Services eTab solutions easy to set up for your business for online ordering and curbside pickup. CH also offers cost-effective commercial lending programs which can help get your business the money it needs to make it through these ridiculous times to learn more contact cnh financial services at 855-600-2437 or go to chfs.us so 48 hours from right now as i'm doing this show live on a thursday night peg boy celebrates their 30th anniversary it's a drive-in show at seat geek stadium in bridgeview 30 years of peg boy local h jake burns of stiff little fingers and the bull weevils are also performing that night doors are at five tickets at chicagodrivein.com my guest tonight he is an actual doctor he is an actual comedian too he's dr bill miller headlining zanies all weekend long starting tomorrow friday night good evening doctor
1: good evening how you
0: doing i I, i've got a medical question first off i got my flu shot yesterday morning yeah I, i can't move my left arm
1: yeah did you get the shot in your right arm
0: uh, my left arm. This is my writing hand, so I did it on this side.
1: Because it makes a difference. I mean, if you got the shot in your left arm, you're having a stroke. But if you got the shot in your right arm, <laughs> that's right. Then, then, then it's just the local reaction to the shot, and it's not to be uh, concerning.
0: I, I swear to God, I get it every year. It seemed like they took extra time with, with this shot. It seemed like a double dose. Yeah. Did they watch, just,
1: your, they watch your show? They that's say? right. Like, it, it, fun, it, it, uh, you know, uh, as a physician, you got to consider all the possibilities. That's right. Before you make the diagnosis.
0: So, yeah. So, yesterday, I recorded the show last night. All of a sudden, as I'm recording, that's when the the flu shot side effects hit. Like, face became flush. It looked like I'd been out in the sun for 10 hours. I was totally, like, pink-faced. I was, like, sweating. Yeah. I, I realized that this is a, a fair trade, that this just means that things won't be catastrophic a couple months from now if I get the flu. But, I, I, I've just been wiped out. That, yeah. That's my med, my medical chat. Th-
1: that happens. Um, any more than that, I'm going to have to Google find to find you a good answer <laughs> I don't want to lead you astray.
0: So again, you're headlining Zanies this weekend. Yeah. I, I guess the question is: We're living in this messed up time. We're living under a pandemic. Is anything funny relative to frontline workers or anything I, I, you're around I, anymore? I, I, I,
1: I, I'm I'm never been better. I mean, what could be better? You got half the country fighting the other half the country. I mean, you got overwhelming disease and, and a pandemic. I feel like getting a striped shirt and just being the referee. I can make right. a couple of bucks that way <laughs> because right now no one's making anything. Right. Yeah. So,
0: I've always assumed that doctors pretty much have to have a dark sense of humor uh, yeah, a, a coping mechanism, if nothing else.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And you is want some of those examples, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's what you got to come see them at Zanies.
0: There we go. All weekend <laughs> long. I mean, let's be honest. The human body is an endless source of comedy. The word spleen makes me laugh. Body parts are just funny, just yeah. in general.
1: Yeah. Spleen is funny. Pancreas. Uncus is funny. Pancreas, not so funny. Uncus is funny. Well, what's that's that? Part of the brain, the uncus, the medulla oblongata. I think that that does not sound like what it is.
0: You know? I agree with that.
1: Hey baby, you want to see my Medulla alongata? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the uh, brainstem.
0: Do they still do the Hippocratic Oath where they pledge allegiance to the ancient Roman gods or do yes. they update that?
1: Yes. Yeah. Well I mean I graduated a long time ago so I don't know, but I believe they still do it and I don't think they changed it.
0: So you're like pledging to Apollo and Hygia and Panacea? Uh,
1: yeah. And the main thing is the big take-home thing on that is, above all else, do no harm. So a lot of us, if we don't know what we're doing, we just don't touch them. <laughs> it's just simple.
0: I'm yeah. not doing anything. Yeah. I'm out. Good luck. Sorry. So, you
1: know, why are you not doing anything? Because I <laughs> don't want to do any harm.
0: Thinking of COVID in this world we live in now, I, I think it's worth mentioning. You are headlining Zanny's. Uh, Zanny's is paperless. They have sanitizing stations throughout the venue. Everyone's wearing a mask. Yeah. It's limited capacity. So they, I know Zanies has been really mindful about how to move forward yeah. and create a safe atmosphere to see comedy.
1: Yeah, they do. They have like 50 people in, in the venue that normally holds about 120, something like that, you know, 140 if it's really crammed. And they social distance the chairs and tables so that the parties you go in, you know, you're sitting – with your party and there's enough room between your party and the next party. So, you know, from the stage, what it looks like, and this is not a plug of Zanies. I love Zanies. I've been working Zanies for a long time. It looks like a 747 landed and they cut the wings off because there's half, there's like a row of twos on one side, a nice aisle, and then a row of threes on the other. And you think, you know, you're waiting for the flight attendant to come by and like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me.
0: Does playing to reduce capacities change your act at all or the way you approach a set? I
1: don't think it changes my, my approach. It's, you have, your expectations are a little different because when people are together and they congregated, you know, laughter is contagious. So if you hit this table, then all those other people next to them, you know, ah, they, they catch it. And then the laugh spreads all around. When they're separated, you'll hear the laughs, but they come in as trickles and stuff and, and not like a big, a a big rush you know what i'm saying
0: i I do and i guess the social distancing is especially important if people are laughing they're like yeah they're expectorating or they're yeah they are they are if if the act is good
1: if the the act is good a lot you know i think the ultimate compliment of the comedians if you can time a joke to have someone spit when they're drinking that's you know come through their nose you've done something remarkable
0: that that is a glorious occasion so you are a doctor you're a legit doctor you're a comedian your parents pushed you into medicine back uh, in the day yeah a little bit yeah you know a lot of I'm kids stupid.
1: what else are they gonna do
0: <laughs> a lot of kids when they rebel they they listen to heavy metal or they run away from home you became a comic Yeah, and that was your that was okay. your way of rebelling
1: total rebellion you
0: total. could have had a heavy metal phase you could have just gone deep into iron maiden yeah, that's day. what I said
1: in the face. This is more concerning. This is like a chronic long term thing. You know, if I got a heavy metal, a piercing, a safety pin through my cheek, you know, something like that, they would have said, leave him alone, he'll grow it. All this they go what we can do, it. have no idea what he can do.
0: But uh, jokes aside, I kind of I not kind of I totally get the need to satiate left and right brain. I mean, I, I think I'm right braining it right now by doing this at night. You're satisfying two different parts of your your psyche, really. You've yeah. Got the, the clinical, the, the professional, and you've got the creative walking out oh, on stage oh, and telling can, jokes.
1: Can I ask you for a five second? I got a I'm a doctor and my son is coming in and they changed the fog to the to the house. Hold on. Okay.
0: On. Yeah. It's all good.
1: Jamie. All right. Jamie. It's
0: Dr. Bill I'm Miller. Right headlining headlining Sandy's this weekend. Uh, this may be his way of getting out of the interview. I don't know if he's actually gonna come back. Uh, later on tonight, uh, this is a twofer. We've got two podcasts happening tonight. We'll be talking to the people behind Fistful of Bourbon. It is a new bourbon uh, sure. with a spaghetti Western theme that's happening at 9 o'clock tonight, if you're watching. And tomorrow night, Peg Boy will be joining me on Caracon Carney. Dr. Bill Miller's came back. I thought there was a chance that this was your way to just exit. Like, no, you <laughs> I'm not digging this. this. I'm out.
1: I love it. Got this. a phone call. Yeah. Oh, no, this is great. I love this. I'll tell you, my, literally, honestly, got my son is driving in from Carbondale and I live in a condo and they changed the security. So his old fob doesn't work. So he was calling me and texting me going, I'm downstairs here by the front door. Can you buzz me in? No, I can't buzz you in. I'm on a show.
0: So (laughs) So is he a student at Carbondale? Did you
1: say? Oh, he he graduated uh, over a year ago uh, in the flight program and they hired him to be a flight instructor. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty That's
0: cool, yeah. So when you tell your colleagues at, at your practice or wherever you, you practice that you're doing comedy in a nightclub in the age of COVID, what's the reaction from your peers? Uh,
1: well, you know, the, a lot of them have known a long time that I do comedy. And first, guys, you know, the first reaction is, you know, you don't seem funny here in the operating room. You don't seem funny in the emergency room. And I go, yeah, well, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to wear the doctor hat because the last thing you want is some guy in one profession trying to be a jokester in another. And people kind of get tired of it quick. So I kind of internally make note of stuff and crack myself up. So then I said, well, you got to come down and see the show. Then they do. Then they're my biggest proponents. Yeah, you know, he does stand-up comedy. You should go see his show. Then he goes, no, give me a sample. No, you sing me a song. What the hell's wrong with you?
0: Exactly right. Do you remember when you started out back in the day, how it felt walking out, walking out on stage? Yes. First few, first few gigs?
1: I was really scared. I was, I was nervous. There was a lot of butterflies, but I didn't turn back. I mean, I was going. I remember, you know, I, I came back from medical school on a Christmas vacation and went to the comedy store in L.A. I grew up in L.A. And on, on uh, the amateur night, you know, the open mic night, and I had five minutes. I wrote some jokes. I went up there, and I, w- I started it, and I got some laughs. And that was it. That was it. That was, I bit the hook. That hook was in me. It wasn't coming out.
0: It's narcotic.
1: Yeah. It's, it's beyond. It, it's, I mean, if that's in your system, if you're supposed to do that, no one can dissuade you.
0: So you how know? often are you, are you writing down notes or observations that no, eventually I, find them?
1: I always have paper in my pocket and I got the, you know, now they got the iPhone with the voice recorder. You can always take, take a, a message. You know, I, um, yeah, uh, I'm off fairly often, a few times a week, depending on what's going on. Sometimes it's more, you know, it ebbs and flows. If I get like a big rush, I'll write a lot of stuff down, and you don't write anything for three, four days a week. Then you get a little rush, you write some more stuff.
0: All right. So, Zanies this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yes, all yeah, three correct.
1: days? Two shows uh, Friday, and two shows Saturday.
0: That's a lot of work. And I don't think people appreciate how much work that is.
1: It's okay. It's
0: a busy <laughs> weekend.
1: I'll, I'll do, I'll, I'll struggle through it, I'll do the job.
0: Uh, what can we expect a little little Uh, bit of old and new in the, in the act or?
1: Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, there's a standard hunk and everyone thinks, Oh, you're going to do the same stuff. Well, you don't just write a 45 minute set. That's going to get a certain response that you want overnight. You know, the guy sees you on Friday. Everyone come back tomorrow. You're going to do the same stuff. No, I'm going to have a whole new hour. Yeah. I mean, you know, they don't know. So what you try and do is you try and work in a couple of minutes So the set always morphs. So you're kind of moving stuff through, you know, instead of doing 40, you're going to do 32 and then try the eight minutes new interspersed, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: So just thinking about what you said at the beginning as a medical professional, seeing the world just split down the middle, just the, the acrimony on both sides, the, the people who are stalwart anti-masks and the mask people. It's just as a medical professional, do you, do you just, besides turning into comedy, do you, do you want to scream when you see this stuff?
1: Well, I do, but you can't do it. I mean, to take care of someone, I go in to see him. He's in his bed on the gurney and the curtains are out, and his mask is like this. And I'm talking to him. And I mean, if you're going to wear your mask like this, you better have a sign on your forehead that says my nose is sterile and I don't breathe through it.
0: Right. They, they don't understand what, how respiration works. I see I, it all the time.
1: So I look at a guy and I said, hi, I'm Dr. Miller. I'll be taking care of you. And I said, can you move your mask over your nose? And the guy looked at me like I was the asshole. Right, Excuse me. I mean, you know, I mean, and I, so he looks it up and then it's okay. But I, and then people put the mask on here like they're a drool catcher. You know, if you got a problem with drool and you don't want to get your shoes dirty you know, get a bucket, you know, like get a little trough hanging from your head, but wear a mask to protect me from you.
0: I mean exactly.
1: How how obnoxious and how arrogant, that's the right word. How arrogant. You know? I don't know. Like I said, I want a referee shirt and just start charging money. Okay, round two.
0: Well well, Dr. Bill Miller, are we gonna be at home a year from now? Is this is this just the new normal? Because no, people, I, people
1: I don't think so. I really don't think so. I mean, I'm hopeful that like the flu vaccine, um, I'm hopeful if you'll take a look at the numbers and I'm I'm not want I'm to get into politics about I'm just looking at raw numbers. If you look at the numbers, the people that are succumbing, most of them, the overwhelming majority are elderly nursing home you know patients, people with pre-existing conditions, especially pulmonary problems. There are a bunch of normal people. I'm not saying I'm not downplaying it. There are a bunch of normal people, even children that have you know died from this horrible disease mm-hmm. but if you look at the actual numbers if we can get a vaccine to those most at risk much like our flu you know i mean every year our flu kills 40,000 people i mean people don't people don't know anything about that i mean that's just how it is because you get elderly they're infirm they're in nursing home they're in assisted livings you know they're 80 90 years old you know it's, they they can't withstand a big hit if, if you will right Whereas a guy 30 years old, you know, is in good shape, doesn't smoke, has no hypertension, diabetes. You know, you can take a pretty good whack and still come out on the other side. I mean, that's that's how we talk. But, you know,
0: yeah. I mean, of it, course, all,
1: all these infections are a big insult, you know, to, to the body. So I think if they get the vaccine and they start focusing on who to give it to, then I think the rest of us is going to start opening up. And I think, you know, uh, until they do that, if people would be smart and wear masks when they're in public, simple, it, help, it would help get control of this thing.
0: Right on. All right. So we can wear our masks and go out in public and see you Friday, Saturday, Sunday night at Zany's. Yeah, please. Two shows nightly. Uh, yeah. Very funny guy. A very medical guy. He's both. He's Dr. Bill Miller. Thanks for doing this.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to uh, watching you some more.